Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, and along with my partner and co-host, Jack Humphrey, we are the co-founders of TheLeveragist.com and Divisio.com, the all-new affiliate network for doing good. And we have a show that I think everybody's been looking forward to for at least the last two weeks. We have a couple of guests joining us back again, Jack, but this time all of us together. You want to tell everybody who they are? Well, yeah, I thought, you know, it was hard to get everything I wanted to cover out of each of them individually, and then I thought, what a brilliant idea. Let's put them both on the same show, double down on the fact that we still only have the same amount of time, and see if we can get everything done we want to do this week. That's, I think, just admirable. We'll see how it goes. These guys are powerhouses. We have Jeffrey Tambor and Art Geyser on again. You guys will remember Art from two weeks ago. He's the creator of Energetic NLP, and he did a little session with us. And I've, I've, I know we have questions uh, and follow-up that we would love to have with Art. And we have Jeffrey Tambor, who is the creator of Woven Lightning. You guys listened to him last week. And he has an applied 15 years of personal transformation and experience to develop a unique way of surfacing and then obliterating the walls and blocks that prevent you from finding the fulfillment and success you've been searching for. Art uh, enables entrepreneurs to be more successful by creating and removing unconscious, energetic, and spiritual blocks to success and creating whole being permission. And... I think that's enough. I think I'm going to save as much time as we can for what we're going to do today, and maybe one of you guys can chime in. Whoa. You you (laughs) forgot the most important part. Art and Jeff are working together within ENLP because they have synthesized the two systems into one. That is absolutely correct. I'm remiss in uh, saying, why the heck are both of these guys together? That seems awful. Don't put them together. They actually go together, you guys. They're like puzzle pieces. They fit together. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Jeff, welcome to Leverage Masters. That was a highly unconventional introduction, but this is a highly (laughs) unconventional show. Let's just roll with it. How are you guys? Great. Uh, Good, and and we're we're highly unconventional, so that works. (laughs) Fits well. <laughs> there you go, Art. Perfect. Well, so uh which one of you has deemed yourself the speaker on, on, on just letting us know, you know, what it is we, we alluded to both of you working together both weeks. Yeah. Well Jeff well, and I are, you guys are doing a, gonna do it. <laughs> um, well, I'll I'll start and then um, uh we're doing an interesting business model. So Jeff has his own work woven lightning and but he's also now part of Energetic NLP, and we've really influenced each other's work, and the two systems uh, collaborate really, really well. 
So um, it's kind of a very modern business model where there's kind of a um, not necessarily really set boundaries between what we're doing, which is really fun. And it's a, a causing uh, a lot of great collaboration and we're offering better programs for our participants and clients and having a lot of fun. So, <laughs> Jeff, yeah. where did you guys meet? How do you guys know each other? Well, it was actually, I had already been doing a lot of different kinds of healing work and energy work and transformative work with people for a number of years. And then Art was giving a talk in Tucson on, and giving sort of a presentation on energetic NLP and some of this amazing work around energetic hygiene and clearing. And I went and attended it. And even with everything I'd already been studying, I was so blown away by it that I initially went on to sort of continue studying with him. And then I went through and studied, you know, a, a, for years with him in a number of different directions uh, at the different levels and went through the training. And then we started exploring and collaborating. And it sort of just deepened into this delightful expansion. It's one of the things that's so amazing about energetic NLP is that it it really doesn't, it gives you a foundation and a platform to sort of expand and jump off of and to move into, but it doesn't box you in. It's this consistent, developing, opening, ever-evolving system, both in terms of what your authentic expression is and your authentic path, as well as just the field itself of energetic NLP is ever-deepening. You know, and that's a lot of where Art and I get to play. That's what we like. Yeah. It's a crazy uh, topic that people can be in a lot of different levels of understanding, right? So, like, you guys always have to know who you're talking to and kind of get a feel for who that person is and where they are before you can even begin. Because I'm sitting here wanting to ask you about whether or not we're energetically feeding Hurricane Irma right now and turning it into the worst hurricane in the history of the planet, or if that's all just a bunch of bunk. But I know if I ask you that question, a lot of the listeners are going to go, what? So I'm not going to, but I do have that question. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I mean, like, circle back to so where do, so, you know, we better circle. Yeah, we'll get to the center of the, that storm later. But, uh, so when, when you're talking about business, and I assure all the listeners that we are talking about business here. This isn't just, um, you know, although it would be fine to stand alone as a personal journey of discovery and everything else, this is really you guys are helping business owners with the work that you're doing. And how is how does that work? Art, do you want to take that? How does how it work that uh, any of this has to do with business? I know we talked individually with each of you each week about that, but when you guys are working together, what does it mean? Why would a business person even feel the need to work with someone on the things that you guys work on? Well, yeah, it, to give just a, a little foundation for it for people, um, Jeff and I are both very um, logical, analytical people along with our other parts. So um, part of what – and. For myself personally, I've been um, working with like Fortune 50 companies on leadership and team development, I don't know, since the early 90s, I guess. Well, really before that, but doing a lot of work with that. So I have, I have a background in working with people in business. I also have a science background. So what, what we've discovered is what people know but kind of forget is that life is very complex. And 
you know, it, it kind of circles back to what you were saying about Hurricane Irma. You know, it, it, our people's attitudes and our beliefs that it's going to be this huge storm feeding into it. It's, you know, and that may very well be a factor, but there's a lot of other factors. And part of what Jeff and I look at is all the complex dynamics that control a person's life, everything from their spirituality to their diet to their exercise to their uh, to uh, their training in business, whether they're applying um, the things that they learn from people like you and Gina. So we're looking at the same thing, like from 10 different angles. And we find that most people are, are try to pick one angle and look at it only from that. And they do fantastic work, but they're leaving out the rest of the story. And it, it's so funny to me because if you ask people, is life complex? Everybody knows life's complex. But then we try to make it really simple and go, well, it's just one thing. It's just learning the right marketing or clearing unconscious blocks or um, working on spiritual limitations or working on my unconscious mind or working on my conscious mind. And what Jeff and I try to do is to bring that all together. So entrepreneurs work with us to take off the, the, the lid off of their business, to take off the limitations and see how far they can go with it. Yeah, and, yeah, and if I was going to add, I would, yeah, I think that was beautifully put, Art. And what I would add to that is also that one of the things we found is that there are certain activities in life that really become these incredible catalysts for personal growth and spiritual development because they light up all of our stuff, all of our challenges, all of our blocks. And entrepreneurship is one of them. You know, anyone who's been on the entrepreneurial journey knows it's going to light up all of your, your fears, your doubts, your hopes, your dreams, your limitations. Everything gets lit up. It's sort of like a natural path, just like, you know, parenting can be an incredible spiritual journey, relationship when engaged consciously, and entrepreneurship, when we engage in it, is both so fruitful and can create so much growth and evolution, but the challenge is do we really have the support and the tools and the frames on how to navigate that skillfully? Because so often I've seen entrepreneurs trying to do their inner work. If they're engaged in that working with mindset and they're just missing, like Art was saying, some pretty key pieces and it creates a lot more struggle along the way. Maybe they're moving forward, but it's like moving forward with the brakes on and with a boot on the car and with a bungee cord attached to it. (laughs) You know, when, as you get more skill sets and more understanding, we can start helping to take off the boot, take off the emergency brake, take off the bungee cord so that there can be a whole other level of ease and so that we can undertake all that wonderful opportunity for growth that's so natural to the entrepreneurial path and it can actually be fun and joyful and playful even as we're navigating the inner challenges that it brings up. And, and maybe, you know, just to put it on a really practical business level, you know, a lot of what Jeff said and, and you know, taking it, uh, making it really practical, you can kind of think of with entrepreneurs, there's sort of three basic situations people are in. One is that there are people that they listen to people like you and Gina, they study with you, they learn what to do, but they, they find themselves not doing it. And the question becomes, what's stopping them? And then there's people that are actually following through on what they're learning, but they're just not getting the kind of success that they want. And when you, they're following the right things to do, but it's just not quite working well. And then the third group of entrepreneurs we work with are people that everything's going well, and they just want to see what's my next step. How 
far can they take it? Uh, you know, how big can this, or, or uh, you know, w- you know, w- just what what is my next step? Where can I take it? And for us, if people are are trying to get their business to work and they're running into one of those blocks, either they're not executing on what they know, or they're executing it's not working, or they're executing and it's working, and they're going, okay, next. Um, then it's really important to look at all of these factors and you know what what's blocking you and what would um, propel you forward. Is there a thread that runs through all three of those scenarios, though? And I'm just asking because I kept thinking as you were describing that um, about this us and them kind of mentality that you typically get as an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur now, mm-hmm. and that means I go here and I'm in this slot, and everybody else mm-hmm. is not in the, in here in this slot. And it's a me against the world kind of potentiality, right? It's if you're not right in the head, in the spirit, in the mind, and, and, and the mindset and everything, you could start to take that on. I speak from personal experience. Uh, mm-hmm. After all of these years, I jump in and out of that unknowingly a lot of the time and find myself there going, this isn't feeling right, mainly because I don't feel connected to my my people that I serve anymore. I've put myself in a category, mm. and I don't realize that once I'm not the entrepreneur and I go buy something from someone else, I'm a consumer again. We're all consumers, and this all goes with, I think, that we are all one kind of situation, right? When we're not doing business ourselves, we're doing business with other people, and do you guys get into those kinds of discussions? I mean, I know you get into thousands of different angles and discussions (laughs) and everything, but that one thread seemed to work with all three of those scenarios for me. It seemed to go through all of them. How connected are you with really truly what you're doing to serve and the people that you're serving. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and it, it makes – go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, so, Jeff. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. So I'd say there is that thread of the current of connection versus isolation. And I think the deeper question, and this sort of ties into the even deeper thread, is what that's an expression of, our sense of separation, our sense of disconnect and how that's coming from a lot of these unconscious and energetic patterns and conditioning and views um, that are much deeper and create this sense of resistance or separation that is a big part of what we do help work with. What were you going to say? Yeah, well, well, what Jeff, I would add said, to that... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, Art, you got to go. You have to, I say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The thread that you talked about, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it and, and others uh, would not relate to it. Uh, the kind of the threads we look at, there's, there's seven, so we, we coined the term whole being permission. And where that came from is over years of work with people, we discovered that people could consciously really want something, but they actually didn't have permission to create it or build it or sustain it. And we started looking, well, where is that lack of permission coming from? So one level can be on a body level, your physicality, you know, you're getting enough sleep, exercise. You know, there's all kinds of things that can throw us off. But everybody's known since Freud that we can consciously want things, but at the same time, our unconscious mind may have different agendas going on. So we look at what's going on with the body, what's going on with the un conscious mind are there internal conflicts we look at what's going on in the conscious mind so 
in NLP, the neuro linguistic programming part of what I do, we look a lot at how people create their inner reality. So it isn't just our unconscious beliefs that can hang us up. People have conscious beliefs that limit their business. And again, that's part of the great work you and Gina are doing is you get people to look at their businesses differently. So, you know, we go, is there permission in the body and the unconscious mind and the conscious mind? But then we extend that into what's going on in a person's soul, what's going on in their spirit, what's going on in in their energy system, in their body. And by that, I mean what people typically refer to as chakras and aura. You know, is, is there things going on in the energy system? Do you have programming from other people and other people's energy, which I guarantee everybody's listening, you do, that <laughs> is blocking your effectiveness. So, so we look at all of those areas and are there blocks and, and you know, where are the blocks? And then we look at the opposite of that. How do you unleash the person so that their body, their unconscious mind, their conscious mind, their soul, their spirit, their energy system are all aligned to create the kind of business and success in meaning and satisfaction from their work that they want. Because, you know, when we say success, we, we don't mean just that the money's coming in because some people are doing great financially and they hate it. You know, they hate their work. So it's, how do you yeah. get all of that together? So those are the threads that, that or maybe the buckets, I should say, that we're looking at. And in one person, it may be more, more about the unconscious mind. Somebody else, it may be more ancestral programming that's coming through the family, societal programming. Somebody else, it could be they're just filled with other people's energy and it blocks their authentic wisdom and, and motivation. So it, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank you. Go, yeah, please talk about the trauma, Jeff. Yeah, or the, another major thing is when, you know, is when there's unresolved early developmental trauma or even ancestral trauma, in addition to all the programming and belief levels, all of that getting stuck in the body can oftentimes create massive resistance and fear that where for the psyche and for the body, something that may be completely lined up for what we think we're up to feels profoundly unsafe. And so that part of the unconscious mind and the body will hold you up every single time when that, until that gets more resolved. And everyone, just like Art was saying, everyone has programming in our field that we have received ancestrally and culturally. All of us, either in our own lives or in our ancestry, have some level of developmental trauma in the mix. And it's either culturally, ancestrally, personally, on a soul level. And as that gets actually integrated in the body and in the unconscious at that level, it opens us up. And in addition to everything that Art was talking about, and so when you get that whole being permission, what it translates to is whole being leverage. It takes leverage to a completely different level because now not only are you leveraging your conscious mindset and your behavior and your action, your resources, you're leveraging your entire being, your whole energy system, your whole unconscious. You're getting a level of congruence that generates so much power that things start showing up synchronistically beyond what you even knew to try and create. Opportunities start arising. Um, different people coming in as collaborators, clients show up, all sorts of things are happening when you're that congruent, um, that it goes way beyond what people typically think of even as manifestation because things, and I, I've got so many stories that arose like this and so does Gina and so does our, all of us that it's just comical. And, and well, if I can add, clues. part of, well, yeah, I can go ahead, add quickly, one of the things that makes this important is that 
people start beating themselves up because they go, God, I'm learning these things. I'm not executing or it's not working or my business is doing okay, but I can't get beyond something. And what happens is often then people go, what's wrong with me? And obviously that's not an empowering place to be in. I mean, it's great to go, okay, this isn't working. What do I do? But the tendency, particularly I think for entrepreneurs, is we start going, what the hell is wrong with me? Or why can't I do this? Or what's going on? We're not only are we having problems in our business, but we're, we're destroying our self-concept. And I used to think when I was younger that people were really illogical. And through, through the work that Jeff and I have been doing, people are very logical. If, if people are blocked, if things aren't working, there is a reason. And it, it's, it's not your fault because we're, we're, we're blind to our own blind spots. And so we, we want people to know it's not, you're not defective. There is something going on and it needs to be taken care of. And when you do that, the real you emerges. The real you isn't, isn't defective. It's just, you know, the programming, the trauma, these different things that make, you know, it's the same thing for people who go, why can't I quit smoking or why did I eat all that? Or, you know, it's, it's all the same. It's like, if you have the desire and yet you can't do it or it's not working, then there's something going on. And, and the fun for people is to help them realize like, oh, I am actually the person I thought I was. It was just something in the way. And, and, and that's, that not only makes your business so much better, but it just changes your, people's experience in their own lives. You know? Hugely. Yeah. Well, I was just, man, there's so yeah. much in there. That's, that's what's ridiculous about this whole conversation is that we're going to do it in an hour, and everything you guys <laughs> talked about already has 50,000 layers to it and side little side alleys and things to go down. Like I would love to talk to you because I can just sense the surprise that everybody is listening to a business podcast called Leverage Masters and hearing guys talk about ancestral programming, ancestral yeah. energy. <laughs> I mean, and we could go for days on that, I'm sure. Not days, but, you know, that, that would need to be explained had we not also alluded to the fact that this is what I discovered working with Jeff, you, Jeff, is that, um, I had always heard people say things like that before, like you've got programming, you've got maybe uh, maybe somebody said traumatic stuff, maybe somebody said, but I had it pretty much in my head as like a one or two thing. And I get those one or two things dealt with uh, in my past. It was always dealt with on a broad brush kind of situation like that. And then you told me two or three weeks ago that it's actually, it can come from a bunch of different levels like you kind of outlined already here today. And that it, and and I don't say that to discourage people who are listening. At first, it was kind of discouraging to me. I'm like, crap. So how many of these people in my head do I have to deal with? Like before I get what you say, I can get this clearing, this whole body thing. That you know, it sounds like I got a lot of work to do. You simplified it, and you said it's not really that bad. But but what it also told me right away is that this is really that important. Like. This is the thread to me that, that, that goes with all three of those scenarios. They, you know, they haven't really gotten started. They really want to. They've gotten started. Something's blocking them. They've gotten started. They're, they're just wanting more. They're, they're successful and they want more. And I think uh, what that means to me after what you guys have said so far is that people's different levels of programming and, 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 and noise, um, signal-to-noise ratio in their heads and their hearts and their being – are at varying different levels, 
And the, the, so the people who kind of just found themselves successful but still end up with a block at some point just maybe have been able to get that far because of they're overcoming some programming or just not having certain kinds of programming or energy that was latent in their experience and their, you know, being here. But it seems like it all ties to this stuff. And I, I want to make sure that everybody feels like you should right now, which is you're not alone. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, it sounds like other people have had trouble with this uh, before, and it's actually more serious than just some side woo-woo conversation. This is like front and center, really what I believe should be, should be what people are talking about and working on. And I think I used to think of it as a sideshow thing, like uh, I'll get to that, I'll read that book when I have time, I'm doing business right now, I can't handle it, when, you know, see you later. But it really is that, that serious. It's really that much of an opportunity uh, for all of us to clear ourselves out and write a new playbook for our own lives without having I, – I remember last week, Jeff, we talked about my uh, experience with feeling like I'm going to go back and address every single one of my needs, wants, and desires from a perspective of uh, those things might be there, and they're not even my needs, wants, or desires. They might be somebody else's, my mom's, from when I was six mm-hmm. saying something, or you know, and I, I wanted to have an honest – face-to-face assessment of all of those things. And it's really worked wonders. I mean, other things have come up that I know are because of my current level of openness, my current level of progress in in working with you uh, has had a direct effect on how my business is going. It sounds crazy. I'm listening to myself with my old um, anti-woo-woo guy you know that I used to be. And he's just sitting there with his arms crossed, shaking his head, going, "You are such a loon." But I swear to you guys, I'm not crazy. I've, I'm not certified not crazy, but I could go get certified. And I'd be confident that I was certifiably not crazy. Uh, it really is working for me, and it's really quite incredible with just the limited amount of interaction that I've had with Jeff, and then just the first twinkle of one with Art two weeks ago. I knew that there was the same amount of power there to explore what is possible for me, for personal, for business. And it's just really exciting. I'll leave you guys with that. You can fight over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what what I was going to just jump off that, I know it's Art and I have both had many experiences of this. You've had experiences of this. Gina has that we've, you know, countless ones as we've worked together over the last year and a half. Um, It's one of those things where so often as entrepreneurs, we can be, working at something and doing all those action steps. And it just doesn't lead to the same kind of fruition. We're not getting the results or we're getting results, but they really, and when some of these inner pieces click in or when we sort of open some of that up or clear that out or transform or heal at these deeper inner levels, it is amazing the kind of things that shift and show up things we've been working on for years. Suddenly like it's like the, the block got removed from the dam and the floodgates open. You know, and the abundance. Yeah, the hard the hard part is not the, the task at hand, it right. or the 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 goal that you have right now. I've always mixed that up. The hard part is not those things. The hard part is why it's a hard part in the first place because it should flow. Mm. Because if you and I only knew this because I only know this because I had to get past a little bit of opening to see it in action to see it work. Mm. What I realized was it's not the thing at all. I think. Um, 
oh, who was that Pirates of the Caribbean? His his quote's really good about this, but it's not the problem you think it is is not the problem at all. That's not the problem. It's how you look at the problem. And I totally butchered that. I wish I was up more on that, but that's how I felt after this. Is is like uh, uh, things that I thought that were on my plate were really going to be difficult. I've done them before, and I know they're difficult. And uh, and I never wanted to, to do them again after I did them. And I find myself in the same position. If I want to grow, the last time I experienced growth, I had to work my ass off. And, and it's not to say I didn't work my ass off, but I did it with joy. And the thing that I thought it was going to feel like never materialized. It didn't feel hard. It flowed. It was like, hey, I'm working hard. I'm having fun working hard. And that thing never, ever actually was as painful as I thought it was going to be. And that's when I realized I was a different person. And the way I was and the only thing that had changed is the way I was looking at that situation. Which was remarkable. I want that feeling for everybody I meet. And you guys know how to help people do that. Yeah, and, and how to engage it in a way that's really fun. That's playful. I mean, both Art and I and, and Energetic NLP and Woven Lightning, we're very much a believer in that this kind of transformation and opening and unleashing can be a delightful, fun process. <laughs> like, we both, I think pretty much everyone we work with, and Jack, you can attest to this, like, it can get really fun as we're going. And there can be really a lot too much. I, to the point of guilt, actually. I start, <laughs> when I stop laughing, I, I feel guilty a little bit after laughing for so hard. I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to be doing serious work here. Why am I? You know, and that reminds me of my baby, when, my boy, when he was really tiny, I, I would make him laugh by trying to make him be serious. I'm like, you better be serious. And it would just make him laugh even harder. And so, yeah, I love that feeling. I thought I was just giving it to him. I didn't know I was going to get to have it too. Way outside of my babiness. Yeah. So you guys had uh, you guys had something you wanted to do today, Jeff or Art? Or was there something that you we wanted to t- an exercise you wanted to do with us? Yep. Two, in fact. So Art, there's time. Two, yeah. Art, do you want to introduce that, or do you want me to introduce it, or would you like to? Well, um, why don't you go first? Let me make one quick comment. When you talk about all the stuff there is to do, Jack, and it being overwhelming. It's, it's, it's a lot like when people are learning about marketing their business. They try to do it all at once and like, oh, I have to learn how to have JVs. I have to um, learn how to have the right email sequences on Infusionsoft. I have to learn this. I have to learn that. I have to, you know, I have to write a book. I have to you know, have uh, videos. You know, if you approach it all at once, it's overwhelming. But every piece that you do, there's benefits. So you do the videos. There's benefits. You have the email sequences. There's benefits. You have the JVs, there's more benefits. And it's a lot like that in the work that Jeff and I do. Every piece that you do, you get immediate life benefits. So, you know, there's this constant work you're doing. So, uh, Jeff, in, in terms of the process, um, well, I, I'd say, what, you know, as we plan, why don't you go first? And, I'll, and mm-hmm. I think you can introduce what you're going to do better than I can. Other than I'll say it's going to be fantastic. Oh, oh, I do want to say one thing. If you're listening or you're driving, don't do the processes. So, um, <laughs> these processes are about going inward and paying attention and um, not the way you want to drive. So if you're driving, you don't want to be doing the processes. You can you know, listen to the recording later. Mm-hmm. Take it Great. away, Jason. Thanks, 
Will do. So one of the things that we were looking at when Art and I were looking at what we could offer to the different entrepreneurs and people who are listening to this was this way of understanding how we can work with resistance. Because one of the things that we all experience and one of the other threads that run through each of those different scenarios of either not being able to go into action, not getting the results we're looking for or wanting, or just wanting to take it to that next level and expand our reach and impact and abundance, all of them at any stage in our progression, we encounter resistance. We encounter this, this place that sort of jams us or holds us up either consciously, unconsciously, on subtle and obvious levels. And so what we were going to do today was do a sort of a combined of enlightening and energetic NLP process of skillful ways we can work with resistance when they arise because it's such a crucial piece for the entrepreneurial journey. And so what I'm going to do is begin with a more embodied awareness practice start working with that resistance as it shows up so that we can sort of get free from it. And then art afterwards is going to take us through a process, an energetic NLP process to help even further clear and heal and open that up so that to help remove a bunch of the programming and patterning conditioning that isn't ours or that we don't need to work with so that that can be shifted out of the system to free us up. So perfect. What I'm going to, yeah. So what we're going to invite you to do first is everyone who's listening, take a moment and regardless of which of those stages you feel like you're at, whether it's a difficulty getting into action or not quite getting those results you're looking for or the wanting to step it up to that next level, take a moment and think about where you're wanting to get to that you maybe aren't at yet or that you're looking towards. Because all of us can relate to this place of hitting some resistance. So just finding a situation where you sort of feel like you encounter some of that resistance and it can, they can show up in different ways. It could be thoughts. It could be feelings in your body. It could be avoidance. It could be doubts. But just take a moment to allow yourself to tune in to, or just allow it to come up from your unconscious, something that your unconscious mind wants to work with around that. Where are you wanting that next step to be? Okay. And one of the big things that we get caught on is we've so many of us in this field and mindset work our own business have heard the expression, what we resist persists. Well, what's ironic is then what often happens is we get into resisting the resistance. It's like, well, we shouldn't be in resistance. Let's double down. And we put the brakes on and or try to turn away from it. And it just tends to lock us in even more. And so the one way or one really powerful antidote to that is to actually step back into awareness where we can actually welcome and allow the resistance to be here and really go into our bodies with awareness and notice the sensations that make it up. Because when we do that, it's a little counterintuitive because we think, oh, we should be not resisting. But when we step into that allowing and step into our bodies, it creates a spaciousness where that resistance can oftentimes begin dissolving organically. And at very least what it does is it pulls us out of being hijacked by the resistance. And what I mean by hijacked is when we're really identified, when the resistance has sort of grabbed the inner wheel and is steering us towards the Netflix or <laughs> towards, towards whatever it is that we're doing that's sort of avoiding or stopping us from getting where, where we're wanting to take the bus. <laughs> so, so with what you're so thinking about that situation there where you may be trying to move forward and hitting some resistance. And as you're focused on that, take a moment and gently bring some awareness into your body. 
Because even when resistance is showing up as a thought pattern, there's almost always also sensations that go with it in our body. And when we try to focus on just changing the thinking, we're rarely going to the root of it. And we're tending not to be in the juice, in the sensation, in the feeling in the body. So as you're thinking about that situation, you're tuning in, you're in touch with the resistance, notice what it's like to drop down into your body and notice where you feel it. Where do you feel that sensation in your body? Is it more in your chest, in your stomach, in your face? Maybe your throat or your hands, your arms, your pelvis. Just get curious. Sort of be curious about it. And then as you're noticing any where those sensations are, then look at, well, what does that sensation actually feel like? Is it a tension? Is it moving away from? Is it heavy or light? Does it have a texture? Would it have an inner color? And just really start noticing the different sensations that make up that inner experience of resistance. And as you're beginning to notice the sensations, what I want to invite you to do is to really step back within yourself and actually allow the resistance to be here. And if resistance comes up to the resistance being here, notice that and welcome and allow that. And you might find a few layers. <laughs> there might be resistance to the resistance to the resistance. And just be playful with it. And see what happens if you give it some space to be here. So you're not in it. You're not hijacked by it. But you're sort of stepped back into this more spacious awareness that can notice and allow it to be here with some curiosity about the sensations that make it up. And as you're doing that, as you're welcoming and allowing for the sensations, usually that takes a lot of the power out of them. And when you break down the sensations of that resistant into its component parts, into its heaviness or where it is or the tension or the edge or whether it's moving or still, it also tends to take a lot of the power out of the resistance. And it's like, oh, well, I can be with a little bit of tension in my chest. Or I can be with a little bit of movement or heaviness. And it creates a lot more spaciousness. And oftentimes, even though we're not trying to change them, they organically start softening and expanding or transforming. So then playing with that place of stepping back into awareness and noticing and allowing for the resistance and getting curious about the sensations that make it up. And as you're doing that, the next step that you can do to really ground it before we go into the energetic process is you can allow yourself to gently open your eyes and we're going to do an outer mindfulness process where we're actually really looking around us to where we are here and now. And let yourself really see the colors and the shapes and the textures and the room and the space around you. And not so much thinking about them as directly seeing them. 
Maybe finding something that's interesting or curious in the room around you. Listening to the sounds or the silence in the space. Again, really getting curious. Feeling the weight of your body and your chair or your feet on the floor. And what this outer orient, orienting, this sort of paying attention to your senses does, is it helps bring your hindbrain, the part of your brain and psyche that can get hijacked sometimes um, from a survival place, and the rest of you as well, really into this current time here and now, which helps bring us out also of that hijack and creates more spaciousness and sense of safety in our nervous system and our psyche. So gently taking a breath and again bringing awareness back into your body and notice what the sensations feel like when you think about that next step and you're stepping back into where you felt resistance before. Notice how it feels. Notice if it's the same, if it's softer, if it's more spacious, if you're just more spacious around it, less gripped by it. And so this is a process that you can do any time resistance comes up, this stepping back, noticing the sensations, bringing awareness to them, allowing them, and then getting curious about the sensations that make it up, asking those inner questions, and then doing some outer orienting to really help your hindbrain and your psyche get present here now and be pulled out of that internal spin as a way to move back into action, as a way to create more spaciousness and awareness. Okay. And then from that place, we're going to transition to Art, who's going to take us through a powerful energetic clearing and healing process that will complement this beautifully. Well, thank you, Jeff. I really enjoyed that. And, and, and correct me, Jeff, if I don't describe this well, but part of what we want for all of you is when you hit resistance in the future, to to rather normal tendency to either resist the resistance, try to pretend it's not there, or judge ourselves negatively, to actually pay attention to it. So I'm I'm on the deadline to finish a book, and mostly some days things are going great, but I had a, a day earlier in the all this resistance was coming up, and you know, and what I needed to do is. Oh, and and then there was that natural tendency to judge myself. Oh, I'm blocked, or oh, this, or am I trying to sabotage? You know, just all the stuff you make up, and being able to take a deep, go, let me explore this, and rather than hide it, you know, really explore it, and then it, it it'll automatically start to dissipate. So, is that a good summary, Jeff? Yeah, very much so. It's, and and just like Art was saying, when just like you were saying, Art, when the judgment comes up, or that's the resistance, the resistance, right? It could come up as thoughts, come up as feelings, <laughs> but just this same piece of getting curious and welcoming all the layers of how we're relating to the resistance, stepping back into even more awareness. And yeah, very much so, turning towards it, opening awareness around it. Yeah, thank you, Art. Because the real killer, the, the judgments we put on it, or we try to pretend it's not there, no, right. I really have to do the dishes right now, you know. Right. <laughs> like, right. Absolutely. I remember when I was in college, you know, finals weekends when everybody go, 
No, I have to write my mom, and I have to clean my room. They had it for three months. <laughs> right. Well, and that, and it's, that particular... You know, have a sense of humor. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being playful with it, being humorous about it, compassionate with it. And one of the things that really tends to catch us up is the we a lot of us have had have had teachings on sort of positive focus and not giving attention to our resistance or our fears and sometimes mm-hmm. that's really useful sometimes that's exactly what we need we just need to control our focus and turn towards what we need to be focusing on or increase positivity and other times it can keep us in that avoiding what we're actually feeling and when that happens it's almost like it makes us unconsciously cut off from that whole part of our being and then we lose, we lose all that resource, all that capacity, all that leverage. And then it's like trying to pretend to focus towards the positive while, again, the emergency breaks are on and we're just trying to imagine, you know, pretend they're not. And so I just want to, because that's something that a lot of us have, you know, I think everyone on the inner path has done that at least once, if not a lot of times over the years, um, just this encouragement to get curious about it open to what you're really feeling. Bring some compassion awareness, some humor, some curiosity, some playfulness to it, and you'll be amazed at how much it opens things up. And uh, for me, Jeff, it's, it's going, I'm a human being. These things come up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like, I want to believe I'm a superior, home superior, superior to something, but a human being, and stuff comes up. Yeah, I'm permission sure. to be human. Came up for Bill Huge. Gates. <laughs> that's right. And so yeah. now the, the next process, uh, and I, I really want to remind people that's what Jeff took you through is something. Of course, you can do the recording and go through it, and I, re- uh, I really recommend that. And it's again, you can you can keep doing, and when you have that habit with her, to really uh, uh, allow your business to skyrocket. And now I'm going to. Like NLP process, and um, just quick, I'm gonna just really quick. Um, you know, the thing about woo woo has come up, and, and I have to say that even sometimes when I hear people talk about chakras and auras and stuff, sometimes I even cringe. Uh, uh, but I want people to know this is a little bit of my background. I managed a, a research lab, a health science research lab, in one of the top research institutions in, in the world. Um, it's a University of California in San Francisco. I did that for 11 years. And I I just want people to know there is a great deal of research now. Human energy system is ill. They can be affected. It is affected in other people's thoughts, and it's affected by other people's energy. And, um, you know, people contact us through registers, and I'd be happy to refer people to, to people have compiled that research, but it's real. And these are real. Gravity is real. Magnetism is real. You know, the body has energy. So what we're about to do isn't anything. I don't need to believe it's going to work. Um, all I ask for people is that they be, they're skeptical, just be open skeptical. So if you're close, skeptical, I know this is not going to work, you block it. If you go, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but, you know, okay, I'll give it a shot, then it will work. And one of the things that Jeff and I do is remote work, which people think of as some mysterious special gift. It's 
everybody can do it. All of us in times have, you know, uh, thought about somebody, the phone rings, it's picking up on their energy and it's them and you haven't talked to them. It, people project energy and things we know how they're doing that we teach people because everybody can do it to do this. So all I want to ask for people is that they give me their conscious permission. The, the energy that's going to start coming in right now will be guided by their own inner wisdom, their own spirit to dissolve all of the sources of Art, we're having a little trouble with your audio. I'm I'm getting you in and out. Are you having the same uh, experience, Jeff? Yeah, it got a little choppy there. Try saying again. Let me see if it's. Oh. Uh, can you hear me now? Is it still choppy? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Is it? Some, somewhat of a bad connection okay, there, but sorry. if you could get really close to your mic, <laughs> that would be that would be good. Is that better? That's much yeah. much better. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll uh, I'll, I'll uh, treat my mic as an ice. Bit close. So, again, uh, if he didn't hear it, I'd like you to set the intention. You believe it's going to work. That your inner wisdom is charge your spirit is in charge and I'm going to bring in energies that will help your inner wisdom and spirit heal and dissolve some of the source distance oh everybody just take a couple of breaths this real quickly but that doesn't can be really strong and again if you're driving you don't participate in that A couple easy deep breaths. Again, you're in wisdom. Your spirit are guiding the energies to heal and clear the sources of resistance hold you back in your business. I'll just say that the energy field is sort of like if you've ever seen a picture of a magnetic field. It's going all around the magnet. Your energy is going all around the body. It goes getting a little choppy again. Yeah, Art, I'm going to... I I, don't, I hate to do this, but I almost want to ask you to call back in. I, it just seems like you've got a really bad connection. Yeah, let we're me, really short uh, on time, but I don't know. I don't want anybody to miss this. Okay, well, okay, energy run, and let me call back right now. Okay. All right, Jeff, tell us how we're supposed to keep this going. <laughs> okay. So, and part of the beauty of this as an approach is that. 
because it's a distance energetic work, whether art's on the phone or not, or whether we're here, we're keeping the energy running. So art was beginning to explain about the human energy field and a way to understand it and how things sort of show up in it and how things get cleared out of it. And so part of what's happening for now is just, again, kind of be playful and give permission for your inner wisdom to continue using the energies that are still coming in. And the, the beauty of this as an approach oh. or a technique is, what was that? Oh, yeah, can you hear me now? I just wanted to know. Oh, much better. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's better. Oh, good. Go, go for it, Art. Yeah. Go ahead and finish, Jeff, if you want. Okay. What I'm saying is the beauty is with this kind of technique, whether you're feeling it or not, it can still be equally profoundly powerful. Art and I have both some of the most powerful healings we've had we haven't actually felt at the time, and then everything changed in our life the next day. So it can be very powerful that way. Continue. You are talking about the human energy field, way of understanding. Right. Yeah, so just so people know that your energy field is in and around your body, and that's above, below, in front, behind, left, right, and through your body, through your cells. And while the energy continues, I'll just say to people that your energy field is like every other part of your body. It gets dirty. And one of the things that Jeff and I teach is energetic hygiene. It's how to, and that's part of what we're doing now, how to clear energies that you've absorbed from other people out of your body because they're not authentic. And they contain actually the emotions and information from other people. Mm-hmm. The same people who tell you they don't believe in energy work will go, God, I was at the game and the energy of the crowd was amazing. (laughs) It's because you feel it. You literally feel all the excitement in the crowd. There we go. we start to finish up 
I'd like people to imagine that more of your authentic energy, your, your authentic essence, is filling your body and energies that will support you in your business and your business success and your ability to execute on, um, on what you know to do in your business and the ability for that to be successful and the ability to, for you to uh, enjoy actually working with that. I'm going to reground everybody. And I would like to suggest to people, it's really important to drink water after you do energy work because your body will actually be doing physical changes. So um, uh, very, very important to do that. And it's also good to get some stretching or light exercise in. Okay, well, that's complete for now. Thanks, Art. Pleasure. What great timing, too. <laughs> awesome. So uh, really quickly, uh, we've gone over time. We're in recording time now. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sticking around. We really needed to do that, though, because, wow, I, I love that. It's really taboo to, to have a podcast or a radio show and have dead air. And I was just <laughs> loving that the whole time because that was some of the – not to dig – not to say that anything you guys said was it, but it was some of the most, I mean, I was getting energy there. I was getting, you know, uh, it was, I could feel that. That was really, really awesome. So thank you guys both right. for being here. Uh, what do people need to do to get into your circles uh, or your circle together as you guys are working together? Is there a place somebody can go to find out more? Well, well for me, so, if, if they go to ENLP, energetic NLP and the number seven dot com that will take them to my website and um, if they sign up there's free guided processes and information about upcoming teleworkshops and, and webinars and programs and Jeff yeah and for me they can go to my website at wovenlightning.com slash discovery if they wanted to explore where they're at and where they can go further. We can do the free discovery session um, and call. That's W-O-V-E-N-L-I-G-H-T-N-I-N-G dot com forward slash discovery. Yeah. And as as Jack and I said last week, we are both personally working with Jeff every single week and I've also had an opportunity to experience art in the past and let me tell you guys you really want to work with both of them They're, they are amazing and the impact that they can make in your lives is gigantic go ahead Jack thank you Gina oh just, uh, just thanks I think we pulled something off I know we went over a little tiny bit today but not nearly as much as we could have uh, and not nearly as much as I wanted to. You guys don't ha- have any clue how long I want this podcast to go on. But we will continue to work with these guys. We want to have you guys back. And thank you so much for making the time to come, not just today, but in the last couple of weeks, both of you. Thanks a lot. Well, thanks, Jack. Pleasure, and thanks, thanks for having this, the Leverage Masters. It's such a, a wonderful gift you're giving to people. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks. I hope you good work. 
And we will see all of you back here, same time, same place. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. Thank you.